Welcome, visionaries and revolutionaries, to the Aligned Empire podcast, your gateway to building a movement of change, wealth, and impact. I'm your host, Drea Brown. This podcast is for the visionary woman who is ready to master the energetic frequencies of money, business, and herself, and is ready to expand into a frequency, life, and empire that mirrors her highest purpose. Together, we are rising up and reshaping the world as we know it, defying limitations and boldly embodying our highest selves. You're not just listening to another podcast. You're embarking on an epic journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Aligned Empire podcast. I am so excited to introduce you today to this amazing powerhouse woman badass. So Angela Ventrice is a seven-figure high-performance health and business mentor, creator of the Fit for Life program, and a dog mama living in heavenly Maui, Hawaii. Angelica helps driven female entrepreneurs, executives, and ambitious women who desire to level up their health and wealth. She's been featured in Entrepreneur, Authority Magazine, and MyFitnessPal, and she's obsessed with guiding driven women to shift their mindset and bank accounts while shedding those unwanted pounds along the way without ridiculous bad diets or crazy restrictions. To this day, she has helped over 700 women to transform their bodies and minds while finding a true alignment in their personal and professional lives. So welcome today, Angelica. Thank you. That was a long explanation about me. Sorry about that. (laughs) I love the balance of like just being a badass, but then having like a sweet little dog. So (laughs) I love it. It's it's totally necessary. It's totally necessary. So can you share a little bit about your background and how you got into becoming so passionate about the connection of gut health and business performance and how you really got to where you are today? Yes. I'd love to. I'll be as brief as possible because I feel like it's a little bit of a long story. So growing up, I was always overweight, overweight throughout high school, overweight in college, um, up to the point where I was 40 pounds heavier than I am now. Um, and when people look at me, they would never expect that, but that, you know, that that's where I was. And um, I was doing medical sales and I felt really unfulfilled, unfulfilled in my career, um, not great in my body, decided to hire my first coach, went through an entire weight loss journey with him. And it was during that journey that I decided that, you know, I was like, you know what? I don't want to do medical sales. I don't want to talk to doctors about products that I don't care about. I want to help other women achieve what I achieved, feeling really good in my skin, not just looking good, right? Not just losing the weight, but actually feeling really good and aligned and confident, energetic. And once I went through that journey, I was like, this is what I need to do, which is kind of like a gut punch uh, for me. So I always follow my gut. Uh, and I decided to leave New York and move to California and start a career in personal training and nutrition consulting, did that for a little while and then left to start my own business. And here we are now. And I live in Maui, um, because I took my business online five years ago. So we moved to Maui and I have the fit for life transformation program. And one of the reasons why I'm, I'm so obsessed with gut health too, is because I had severe gut issues. I had IBS my whole life bloating. And I think that so many people walk around thinking like, oh man, I, I'm just going to be bloated forever. I'm just always bloated. I eat out. Like, it's like a thing. Like people just accept it as a way of life. Like, no, I'm just always bloated. It's like, that was me too. Like I thought, I thought, oh, I'm always going to be fat. Oh, I'm always going to be bloated. Oh, I'm always going to have acne. Um, so I had severe acne too, which was related to my gut health. So I became so obsessed with gut health. Um, I had leaky gut. I had severe candida and I had acne and I was on every pill, every pill for the acid reflux, for the bloating, for the this, for IBS, for the acne. And 
finally I was like, I'm taking matter into my own hands. I'm done with like taking medications, taking, do, putting creams on my face, taking pills for this, pills for that. And I just started to get really deep into in more internal healing, healed my gut. Uh, acne's gone. You, you see, you're, you're looking at me, right? Like you would, you would never know. I mean, you got close with a microscope. You could see some scars, but like not bad. Right. Uh, so that's really how I got into it. So I really do believe that there's a deep connection between our gut health, how our brain functions, how we show up with our weight loss process as well. Everything is interconnected. So I'm really passionate about all of that business, gut health, health in general, overall wellness, and yeah, helping women find their badass inner selves, make more money and look good while making more money. <laughs> I love it. Sign me up. I love it. So how did you, how did you get to see that it was gut health? What was the major pivotal moment? Like, oh my gosh, it's actually my gut that's affecting everything. Well, I had severe acid reflux and I wasn't like drinking too much coffee or drinking a lot of alcohol or eating like quote unquote acidic foods. But I did go to a GI doctor and this is best advice ever. Not. He was like, oh, just stop, stop eating so much acidic foods. And I was like, I'm, I'm really not eating acidic foods. I'm like, I really think it's something else. Like something else is going on. And I said, and I'm waking up with like this severe headache over my right eye, like someone's stabbing like a, a pen into my eyeball. So I saw a functional medicine doctor who ran a ton of blood work, made me do a stool test. And he was like, you have candida and leaky gut. That's why you're so fatigued. That's why you have severe migraines. And that's why your acid reflux won't go away because it's it's deeper than that. So it was through the, the stool test, really, that you discover all the fun stuff. So if you really want to know what's going on, do a fun stool test. But now, you know, I, I can tell if someone has candida and they come to my programs, I, I can program. They, they tell me a list of symptoms. I can pretty much figure out that it's candida based on just all the symptoms that they're pre presenting. I could tell them the, the look of someone's skin, the color of someone's eyeballs, how white their eyes are, uh, even their teeth, just things like that. Are they stuffy? Are they getting like, uh, not to be TMI, but yeast infections, recurring UTIs, all those things are, are a sign of poor gut health as well, which I had all of those. I just didn't connect the dots until I saw the functional medicine doctor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so how does that, how does it manifest into productivity and business? How does gut health manifest? And then what are some signs that we should look out for? Yeah. Well, I, I think first we should look, let's look at the signs you should look out for. Uh, headache, like really bad headache, extreme fatigue and exhaustion. Um, kind of like I had like swelling and inflammation. Like you couldn't really see my muscles because I was just so inflamed, severe belly bloat, Severe acid reflux, IBS, constipation, diarrhea. I mean, those are the obvious, right? Um, then even <laughs> things like anxiety and depression, that uh, like extra feeling of anxiousness, right? Like if, if your gut is inflamed, your gut is your second brain and it's linked to serotonin and dopamine because it is located in the gut as well. And that affects your mood. So mood changes, uh, poor sleep. I mean, let's see, I think I listed a bunch. Poor sleep, headaches, fatigue. Um, then the obvious like diarrhea, constipation, irritable bowel syndrome, which that's when you, I'm sure a lot of people know, but that's when you're like just consistently going to the bathroom or you can be the opposite, very constipated. So kind of the obvious and then breakouts, eczema, skin changes, mood changes, the whites of your eyes you can even look at your tongue and you can see like candida in the back. So yeah, there's, there's a lot of things getting a lot of cavities, getting uh, recurring UTIs or yeast infections as well would be some signs. Um, and then how does okay. it affect your, how you, how your your productivity level, I mean, think about it. If you don't feel good, if you're constantly fatigued, if you're running on E, if you have severe brain fog, how can you show up powerfully for your business? Now, trust me, I, I tried the best I could, but my business was suffering. 
you know, showing up on video, showing up on social media, right? Um, writing content, like I could not concentrate really. And I just felt like I wanted to sleep all the time. And then my workouts weren't good, which then affected my mood, which then affected how I showed up for my clients and my audience. So everything gets affected when you don't feel good in your body. And when, when you're, when you have that level of brain fog and exhaustion too, how can your business grow? If you are so tired, your body is the main vessel, right? So if our bodies are the main vessel and we're holding all this energy to grow our business, but we don't have that energy, where can we go from? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and let's just say I'm feeling all of these signs right now and I'm going through my business. I'm so exhausted and I don't feel like showing up on video. And I think it might be part of my gut health. So I really do think that most of us really need to take a step back right now, just listening to this and, and assess our gut health. You've really never know. paid attention. Yeah, because it's not a natural thing within our society. Yes, don't so, ignore the people, but, but you know what is natural in our society? Taking a pill. Take a pill, take yes. a pill, take a pill. Yes. Take a pill for this. Take, oh, oh, ozempic, oh, semi-butide. Let's just inject you to lose your 30, 40 pounds, which also does not get to the root cause of why you gained weight in the first place. But let's just give you Nexium for your acid reflux, which also doesn't heal leaky gut and candida, right? So our society is primed to take a pill, get a quick fix, right? We're not primed to slow down, which is why I teach meditation and slowing down in my program. We're not primed to slow down and have a level of awareness to say, wait, this seems like this is off. Something is wrong here. Like this, I've been taking pills for this for years. Something is wrong, right? Hello, amazing, wonderful people. I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. And if you are, could you please share this with someone who you really, truly think needs it or would enjoy listening to these type of podcast episodes. It would really mean the world to us. Our team works so hard on these episodes, and we really try to provide the most value we possibly can for our listeners. So a few ways that you can share is take a screenshot of this episode and share it into Instagram. We would love to tag you in our stories. And a few other ways is sharing exactly what you loved about this episode and what truly made an impact in your life. And one last thing, if you are enjoying this podcast episode, if you could leave a review for us, that would be everything. It really does help our podcast. And it also helps other beautiful, wonderful people find our podcast as well. So thank you so much much and let's get back to the show. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and it, and I've heard that your gut is like your second brain it's, or the brain of your body. Yeah, yeah. so explain explain why your gut is so important and why it's really it, it might be one of the first things that we should really look at if something is if yeah. one of the signs that you're talking about is happening. Yeah, I mean it is in the sense that there's there is uh serotonin and dopamine located in your gut as well. Um, 70% of your immune system is dependent on your gut as well. So if you're someone who is getting recurrently sick, never seems to just feel well, right? So this is why we really do need to pay attention to our gut. It's like, it's not just a second brain, but it's, it's giving us an overall wellness for our entire body. You know what I mean? So it's, oh, yeah. paying attention to all those symptoms is, is so vital and not ignoring them. And then asking for help, whether it be with someone like me who has the experience or even going to a functional, functional medicine doctor and getting you know, some blood work done and a stool test done to see because everyone you may have, there's different kinds of bacteria, there's different kinds of candida, right? So just getting a proper, uh, proper stool test and blood tests to see what's really going on in there is, is important. You don't have to make it clear. I, I want to make that clear. You don't have to do a stool test, but I recommend it. And if you've never done one or haven't done one in a long time, it's definitely a smart idea. 
to get that looked at. Yeah. Yeah. Is that so when people let's just say like I am experiencing all of those signs and I'm like, okay, I really want to talk about my gut health. I really want to get more aware of my gut health. Yeah. What would, would that be the first step is maybe is it a, maybe a holistic doctor or hiring somebody that like uh, you. Right. So I would I would always recommend seeing a functional medicine doctor to get those tests done. But then I have my own gut health protocol that I can do based on the symptoms you present. And also, like like I said, we do an in-depth analysis with clients, look at their photos, talk to them and really get a real, real, real feel for what's going on. So if someone lists out all these symptoms to me and they're quite similar to what I had, I'm not going to give medicine. But what we're going to do is look at their lifestyle, right? We're going to look at their nutrition. We're going to look at their sleep patterns. We're going to look at uh, what they're doing for stress reduction because stress greatly affects your gut health. Just one stressful incident, just to give you an example, like you're driving, someone cuts you off, you flick them off, you get stressed out, right? Just that little incident in and of itself is enough is enough to mess with the biodiversity in your gut microbiome, meaning that your good bacteria gets compromised anytime you're stressed. So think of all the stressful events you've had in your entire life or how stressed you are running your business. Now tell me how you think your gut health is. So majority of women who come to me anyway have poor gut health. So I can start them on my gut health protocol with nutrition and lifestyle changes. And then we add in supplements. I never jump to supplements. Then I add in supplements while simultaneously getting a stool test. Yeah, that's that's perfect. And what are some of the things that if if I am, if I do like, okay, I, I'm almost positive my gut health is not in a good condition. You know, I know like I'm going through stress, but what are some of the first steps that I can take to really help with my gut? Maybe it's with, maybe it's my diet. Is there anything that you would recommend to someone? It's definitely nutritional, nutritional. That would be the first thing okay. to look at in lifestyle. So how is your sleep and how is your stress management? Because you could eat super, super clean and amazing. And I tell this to women all the time. If I'm eating so clean and I'm doing the workouts, but I'm not losing weight. I'm like, how's your stress? Right? How's your stress? Because your stress increases cortisol. It changes the function of your hormones and your metabolism. And cortisol goes directly to belly bloat, ladies. So remembering that. So if you're not managing your stress, if you're not getting good sleep, if you're waking up and going right to your phone, if you're going to bed and you're on your phone right before you go to bed, you are just increasing cortisol and stressing your body. And you're, you're really staying in that fight or flight mode, which is really, really bad for your gut health. And then, of course, yeah, looking at nutrition. What are you eating? Are you eating fast food? Are you over overdoing it in, uh, on caffeine? Are you eating inflammatory food, right? Uh, just paying attention to what you're putting into your body, you know? It's okay to go out to eat. We enjoy going out to eat to the Four Seasons here, but it's not something we're doing every night. So, you know, things sneak up. I mean, you could even go to the, the hot bar at Whole Foods, and it looks all great and pretty, and sure, that's a better option, but there could be MSG and some of that stuff too, right? So you just want to be really conscious about what you're putting into your body. Um, making sure that you're getting enough leafy green vegetables, making sure you're getting enough fruit, making sure you're getting enough fiber, making sure you're getting enough water. And then there are whole, like we give our clients lists of anti-inflammatory foods as well. And when we do gut health protocol with them. And what are some of those, like if, what are foods that really everyone should probably be taking out of their diet or at least in moderation? Yes. Well, things like canola oil, MSG, processed food. Just think about it. If you have to read the label, it's processed. So the more label reading you're doing, the more processed food you're eating, the harder is it's going to be on your body to process, right? Also, if you're not doing uh, wild caught fish, highly recommend doing that, right? Because farm raised fish, they're filled with antibiotics. Um, and then also with the, the meat, whatever protein you're eating, whether it's chicken or beef, you want to make sure that it's 
farm-raised, grass, uh, sorry, grass-fed, right? We don't want to, we don't, we want to make sure that, you know, a lot of these farms are feeding uh, the cows. I don't really, I don't eat red meat, but like corn, corn is, is horrible for you, you know? So just paying attention to what, what I like to say is what they eat, we eat. So what are your animals eating? What are your chickens eating? What, what are the cows eating? What are the fish eating? Because what they eat, we eat. So be conscious about the quality of meat that you're buying. I do recommend buying organic. I do recommend buying wildflower fish, paying attention to those things, right? Um, I'm not saying don't ever buy like a jar of sauce, right? If you want to make pasta, right? And you're like, I don't feel like making sauce, you buy a jar of sauce. So pay attention to the label. Some of them just have like three ingredients, right? It's tomato, tomato puree, oregano, garlic, salt. And then some have like sugar, corn syrup, this, that, right? All these extra sweeteners, artificial sweeteners, also going to be really hard on your gut, right? So yeah, we want to, our, our society, we always want to cut corners, lose weight, do things a little fat, and I get it. But like an overuse of artificial sweetener is also going to cause gut inflammation. An overuse of caffeine is also going to cause gut, gut inflammation. Too much red meat also can be hard on your digestive system. Too much dairy, too much dairy, too much gluten, too much soy. I mean, all these things are very hard on your gut. I'm not saying don't ever have gluten. Once again, I want to be clear. Because people are like, oh my God, that sounds so restrictive. I'm not saying that. If I want a slice of pizza, I have a slice of pizza, but I'm not doing it every day. And we teach food freedom in my program. I'm not here saying, don't eat this, don't eat this, don't eat that. But I'm saying these foods will cause inflammation. If you eat too much dairy and you're eating it every day, casein A1 is the inflammatory protein that is in dairy in America that causes massive inflammation. It is not in dairy in Europe, in Italy or Greece, because when I went there, I felt completely fine, didn't get bloated, actually lost weight. And I ate pizza and pita and all the cheese, but it's highly processed in America. Welcome to our world. It is what it is. There's a lot of great things about America, but the food system has some issues. Let's just be real. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just going back to the A1 milk, I just got like, I've just been only drinking A2 now. So is something like A2 milk, is that is that just a trend or is that something we should really start drinking if you if you do like milk? If you do like milk, I mean, if you do like milk, I think that that's better. But I just I, I still think in I still think it's so processed. You know, I just yeah, I, I'd stick with coconut milk or almond milk if I really if I want to have like something in my smoothie. And I do like a collagen protein powder in my decaf coffee. So I think that there's many other things that you could be using that would be better for you. Yeah. Yeah. And would you recommend maybe an elimination diet? Do you guys do anything like that or? Yeah, everything's individualized. So it depends on the client. So it depends what they come in with. Um, if they're coming in presenting a lot of symptoms, we may have them keep track. We always have our clients keep track of the food they're eating, but then we also have them keep track of how they're feeling. So they record a day and say, oh, I noticed I got really bloated after I ate chicken. Maybe for that person, chicken is inflammatory to their system because everyone also has food sensitivities as well. So paying attention to like, wow, I know for me, after I eat broccoli or Brussels sprouts, forget about it. Forget about it. I blow it up immediately. Also depends on um, if someone has autoimmune disorders, uh, lupus, Hashimoto's, rheumatoid arthritis, polycystic ovarian syndrome like I have, hypothyroid. Everyone is eats different and needs to eat different. And we do different meal plans for each person. So that's always a hard question for me to answer because everything is so customized, like down to a T. Like down to how many meals they want to have a day, what time they're eating, if they want two meals or five meals, every we we sit down with each client and really discuss that. And if I let's just say I do have some type of condition, would working with my gut help that condition or not always? Sometimes depends. If you did, 
if you had which type of condition, like an autoimmune disorder? Yeah, autoimmune, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, any uh, like anything that's going to help decrease inflammation in your body will help, right? So we had a client who came in. Her name was Joyce, beautiful client, amazing. She was a runner as well, but she came in so inflamed that she like she was having pain even walking, like getting up out of her bed. Her RA was flared up so much. We did gut health protocol with her. She also, well, she didn't have that much weight to lose, maybe eight to ten pounds, but her gut was really inflamed. So we did we did a specific gut health protocol for her for also having rheumatoid arthritis. There's certain things to eat and not eat. So yes, it will definitely help with your symptoms because the more inflamed your gut is, that inflammation goes out throughout the whole entire body. And if you're someone who already has an autoimmune disorder, your body's already inflamed. So anything we can do to decrease inflammation. Also remember, decreased inflammation is not just from nutrition, it's the lifestyle changes as well. And that is saying like meditation, grounding, tapping, cold plunging, sauna, all using other techniques that'll help decrease the inflammation is important too. And when someone comes to you and let's just say they have started eating healthy and they start to see changes, what are some of the changes that you typically start to see in people right away my favorite like right away is like when I get the clients like two weeks in and I already feel so much better I'm sleeping better and like it's just just those little things like they're not even talking about like the weight yet right because two weeks yeah you can lose some weight but like they're like I just feel so much better like my brain feels a little bit clearer I suddenly have a little bit more energy and sure the clothes will start fitting looser and the weight comes off but it's more a feeling it's like an energy you know, it's an energy shift and just making small tweaks. And then I also, I also think too, just being around other women who are going through the same thing as you, it automatically raises your vibration to say, wow, like, I think it's, it's a combination of like being around the other women and, and your mood getting elevated in that sense. And then also the, the physical changes of the inflammation starting to subside. Of course, now it's not going to happen so quickly for everyone, but I love seeing that like early on. I, I see those comments a lot in our program. I love that. I love that. I can imagine just feeling lighter and feeling yes. happier. Everything is going to affect if you're doing manifesting or if you're trying to increase your wealth and abundance in your business, how much that affects everything. Yeah. It is no surprise to me. I think you and I talked about this, you know, a week ago when we first chatted, like it's no surprise to me that almost every woman on a program is making more money. Now, they don't come to the fit for life program to quote unquote, make more money. They come to transfer their bodies, have a better relationship with food, heal their gut, work on their mindset, right? More self-love. But all of a sudden they start doing that. The money starts rolling in. They're getting raises. They're getting promotions. They're, they're manifesting their dream homes or getting career uh, positions that they never thought that they were going to be able to get. All these things happen when you feel good and aligned and fulfilled and happy in your body. The universe responds to that. The universe does not respond to sluggish, low vibrational, you talking crap about yourself, feeling sorry for yourself, victim, crappy energy. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. that's what it is. I've been there. I know. I mean, I, I was that person. So I'm saying like, I'm not saying it to shame anyone because I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and how does fitness come into this or does it come into this? Yeah. So be careful. If someone comes in super inflamed, if they're in adrenal fatigue, or if they're, you know, their body's just they're swollen, we do, we'll give workouts, but everyone is different once again. So we may prescribe someone to just walk the first few weeks. We may prescribe for someone to just, uh, to do body weight workouts, right? We may have someone start with strength training, but maybe only two days a week. So everyone is different. It's on a case by case basis, but movement okay. is important. I don't believe in no movement. Um, I always tell my clients, like, if you're feeling a little under the weather and you don't have a fever, I still recommend going for a walk or making your workout lighter because 
our bodies are meant to move. Blood is meant to flow. And if you don't move and you're not feeling 100%, like you could actually, it can manifest even worse. You can make yourself a little bit more sick in that sense. But if you take the mindset like, okay, I'm a little bit tired today. A little bit this, a little sore throat. You just like go for a walk, get some sunshine, get the blood flowing. You actually will feel better. Unless you look achy and with a fever. You know what I mean. I have a COVID. There's lines. I'm not, be careful. But I feel like if I have like a little bit of a sore throat, I don't really get sick. But like if I have a little bit of a sore throat or my sinuses are, I'll still go to the gym. Like I'll just do a lighter workout. Yeah. Or at least go for a walk. Like you said, move your body, go dance, like dance in your living room. Exactly. Bodies are meant to move. Um, so that stagnant energy is is better to be flowing. You'll feel better when it moves. But as far as the fitness goes, fitness, yes, it's a component of our program. It is not the most important component. People always think that when they look at me, um, because I look fit and strong, they think it's like just a fitness program. It is not. That is the least important part. The most important is mindset, gut health, nutrition, fitness. I would say that in the order. Mindset, nutrition, okay. or mindset, gut health, like mindset, nutrition, gut health, and then fitness. All, but really mindset is the, the paramount because if you don't heal what's going on in your mind and why you're, and we don't understand why you're doing the things you're doing, we'll never get to the root cause of why you gained weight in the first place. But if you come in and you have no weight to gain, there's still always mindset work that needs to be done because as humans, we're always learning and growing. There's always roadblocks. There's whether it's past trauma or things that happen that you need to discuss with whether something happened in a past relationship or something in your family or something in your career, there's always mindset roadblocks. So mindset really is a key foundation of our program. And then of course, just really teaching everyone how to have a better relationship with food. There's no good food. There's no bad food. We want to give our clients the the food freedom. That's what I feel. I feel like I can go out to eat, eat what I want, not worry about gaining weight, but I know how it feels to be afraid to to do all those things, you know? Yeah. So let's, let, let's go into the mindset part of it. So yeah. when someone comes to you, what like what should they do and i because i know you work a lot with mindset with entrepreneurs with business owners so how do you switch their mindset or how do you start to realize there's obstacles in their mind or there's blocks in their mind and how do you start to work with that I really pick it out like within 15 minutes on a, on a coaching call i can pick it out within like well i interview women for my program so usually i'll hear it in the language they're using the tonality they're using if they're laughing at themselves right there's a level of shame um and then it just comes to digging you know and everything is on a case-by-case basis and as far as like how we treat mindset in our program we use like i said various modalities so we do breath work we do tapping we do meditation we do visualization we teach journaling and then every wednesday i lead a mindset call on a specific topic so it might be self-sabotage it might be forgiveness and then we kind of open up the floor and we all talk so that's the way we approach mindset and you know maybe some topics resonate with some people and some don't, but it all in all, like, I feel like those topics are something everyone needs to hear because we've all self-sabotaged at some point. We all have, you know, someone we need to forgive or we need to forgive ourselves. So just various topics based on also like what I see in my group. Like I talk to my coaches about the clients and I feel into what people may need. Maybe we need to have a chat about um, consistency and what happens when you, when you reach your goal, where do you go from there? So it's all, it's all different based on where, where the clients are at and what the client needs. And do you see if you don't set a solid foundation as far as mindset goes, people will shift back to their yeah. old ways or just, it, you, do you see more resistance with people? Yeah, in general, what a lot of people forget okay. is that transformation really requires an identity shift. And a true identity shift actually takes three to four years. And this is where a lot of people get tripped up, whether it be in their business or even their health, because they embark on this journey and they think, oh, well, I should have, I should have this body by this time, or my business should be at this 
it should be here by, you know, it's year two. I should have made this much by now, right? We get into the shoulds or the expectations, which also creates a major roadblock. But it's taking people back to remember, like, you have months and years of patterns and habits that we are undoing. We are not are just going to be able to undo it in a few months or even a year. So it takes a lot of time. And what I find is that people don't work on solidifying those habits and their patterns that understand their triggers and why they got to where they were in the first place. You are exactly right. They will get to a certain point and they will still identify. So you said revert back to the old version. I'm going to use the word identify. They will still identify with the old version of themselves. The old version of themselves that ate all ate all the candy on their office desk and, and binge ate at night, right? The old version of themselves that came home and drank a half a bottle of wine after work and binge ate a box of crackers. The old version of themselves that looks in the mirror and still sees the, the fatter person, right? So we must work on that, that identity piece deeply. And what would be the first step for somebody that's like, shit, <laughs> identity is crap. And I really, I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm embodying, like I keep, I keep doing the wrong things. I keep reaching for the wrong foods. I feel fatigued. I feel like shit through my business. And I know I can be so much more and I'm not showing up the way I want to. What's a good mindset shift that you would recommend somebody? Well, it's more questions. I, I think getting really curious is important. So first things first, I would say to that person, like, what are your goals? Because if you're doing all these things, first things first, I want to know your goals and then want to know why these are your goals. People get really tripped up and they throw all these, oh, it's January, 2023. I don't want to lose 40 pounds, but they don't really get connected. If you're not deeply connected on an emotional level to your goals, whether it's business or health, you're not deeply connected emotionally, you're not going to take action. Emotion creates motion. So if you're not con connected emotionally to your goals or to your why, why do you want to lose weight? Why do you want to feel good in your skin? Then I would also say to them, in five years, if you don't make a change, where will you be? It's like a negative reinforcement. I just did a whole training on this. We have a live challenge right now, five-day challenge. I think I mentioned it to you, which people can catch on replay. And I did a whole, I blew their minds. I bring the heat. I bring the fire. That first day is all mindset. And they're like, whoa, looking at me like, whoa. She just dropped all the truth bombs. Because the reality is like, it's now or never. It's not when I have time, when I have money, when my business slows down, when I don't have to travel. No, there's always going to be stuff. There's always going to be life. There's always going to be kids parties. There's always going to be vacations and holidays and this and that. So what are you waiting for? You've already been waiting so long. And really what's precious to you becomes a priority. So if you're someone who's sitting there saying, well, I really want to look and feel different, but I'm eating all the foods and doing all the things. Well, do you really want to look and feel different? And then if their answer is yes, then we need to trace it back to, well, why are you using food in an emotional way, right? And then we go back to the triggers and the patterns or maybe stuff that happened in childhood. I mean, every, like, again, everything is so different for, per, for each person. Could be something they grew up with their, their mother being super hard on them and then they coped with food in that sense, right? It just depends on every person. But yes, there's a lot, a lot of depth to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And do you, do you find that, the gut also affects people's mindset. Um, yeah, well, like we talked about earlier, if your gut is really inflamed, then you're more sluggish, you have more brain fog, and you're more tired, which then in essence makes you want kind of unmotivated, kind of lazy, and kind of, it's like, it's like, you know, when people drink or they, they drink and then they make poor food decisions because they drank too much alcohol. It's almost like that same effect because your hunger hormones are skewed when your body is severely inflamed or if you're not sleeping well, you actually start to crave those comfort foods. So everything does get skewed, which is once again, why it's so important to work on the gut health, like we talked about. 
but you got to work on everything, right? You got to work on the mindset. You got to work on the gut health. You got to work on your body. You got to get, you know, strong bones and joints as we age. That's important. And if you want to shed fat, you got to strain train. So there's, there's so many facets to a true deep transformation physically, mentally, emotionally. I was going to, I was just thinking like mind, body, soul. Like exactly. Mind, body, soul. Exactly. And that's what I really feel our program is. Like I say, there's no stone left on turn. I always joke, the only thing we're not doing is like flying to our clients' houses to meal prep for them. But like, we literally do everything else. I mean, what body transformation program out there does breath work and tapping and meditation and visualization? And people are like, well, that that seems weird. Like, why do we do that? Then they get in and they're like, oh, I get it now. I get it now. Yeah. You've been operating. And if you're a business owner, you get this. You're operating in fight or flight mode for so long right? So stressed out. Your body is so tense, so tight. That's affecting your gut health. That's affecting your brain. That's affecting your sleep. Essentially, it's affecting your performance. So we need to get you out of that. We need to get you into the calm state, the parasympathetic state where you are, where your digestion is working properly, where you're more at ease, where just everything is, the blood flow is, is better, right? It's when you're in that stress state that is not good for you mentally or physically. Once again, one of those things that people just don't pay attention to. Yeah. I'm very stressed. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I'm just stressed. My life is busy. I'm stressed. It's like, well, okay. If you keep going on that way, by the time you're 50, you're not going to like the way you could feel. Or by the time you're 40. It's kind of what you said earlier. It's just we're used to it and we don't really think about it. Like you, we were right? think that bloating is normal. We think all yeah. of this stuff is normal. We think fatigue is normal. We like yeah. we talk to everybody. They're like, yes, me too. And it just confirms yeah. what we already feel. We're like, okay, good. We don't have to pay attention to it. <laughs> let's be bloated like bad gut health friends <laughs> yeah. we were laughing at it but it's, it's sad right it's like no yeah. don't accept you're being bloated being fatigued feeling exhausted don't accept that as your way of life like we can help you you can get help like no don't accept it as a way of life i i did it for too long you know i i was uncomfortable in my skin until like my mid to late 20s um, and I've kept 40 pounds off for, for 13 years. So if I could do what you can do and you deserve to feel confident in your body and amazing. And I really do feel you can have it all. And I think, uh, I think we're, you two, we're, we're that example. Like we have, oh, you're pregnant right now, but she looks freaking amazing. But we, <laughs> you know, we have great bodies. We're fit. We're strong. Right. But then we have a great career and we have the great home and we have the family. So it's like, you can have it all. You don't need to cut yourself off. Don't cut yourself off. You deserve to have it all. Yeah. And I, I really, I, I always have believed that my health is the foundation of all of it. Yes. And, and, and you'll, and you'll talk to the most incredible, wealthy, successful people and you can't buy your health back to a point, but you really can't. You can't, you can't like what's all the money in the world is useless if you can't enjoy it. So you're making all this money, your career is booming, but then you go on vacation and you're covering up. You don't even want to be on the beach with your family and you're hiding under the umbrella because you're so uncomfortable. That's not enjoyable. That's not enjoyable, right? Or your 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 level of intimacy with your partner is affected. You know, like yes, money is great. I love money. I love helping women make money, but I want them to feel good while making it, or else it's use useless. And it, and it's hard to even know that that's what's affecting you is your health until you make your health better. Really a lot of the times, I've, I've noticed that sometimes I'll get into like uh, years ago, I I stopped working out for a while, and you don't even realize how much that is affecting your lifestyle. When you start working out again, you're like, oh my God, I feel amazing. And like, it, it just, it's like that massive reminder that yes, this is the lifestyle that I want to choose. And this is the lifestyle that, that raised my vibration. Yes. I love that you said that. Cause you could, if you fall out of it, and this is why I really believe in discipline is so important to stick with it 
you know, now it's been 13 years for me because when you do fall out of it, it can be really hard to get back in. And that's where like working with the coaches is, is very helpful as well. And that's why I still work with the coach. I work for a coach, um, health wise, business wise, energy wise. I just think it's so important to keep you aligned, but just if you feel overwhelmed and you think you don't have time, just do 10 minutes, 10 minutes of something is better than nothing. A 10 minute walk, 10 minutes of push-ups and squats, like something is better than nothing, right? Uh, action is better than no action. There's no such thing as, I know a lot of my clients, I'm sure maybe you're running to perfectionists, right? Super type A females, high level perfectionists. And they feel like, well, if I don't do it a hundred percent and perfectly, then it's not good enough, but that's actually not true. You know what I mean? So it doesn't need to be perfect. It's just, you just need to take baby steps every day, every day, every day, do something. And then that builds that discipline muscle because you're doing something every day to move you towards how you want to look and feel. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing in both. I mean, honestly, just fitness and diet is that discipline muscle and making it more of a lifestyle, which yeah. I, I would imagine that you, you do you teach like, yeah, lifestyle. Well, yeah, our program yeah. is like, it's a lifestyle program. It's about sustainability. Yeah. It's not fixed. So it's not come here six months, lose weight. We have a continuation program because we want to teach people how to maintain. So that's our next level right. program. It's called Fit for Life Mastery. So we teach them how to Yes, we helped to get this initial weight off. They most likely have more. They want to add more muscle or body recomp. Bless you. Um, so right. our next level program is yeah. called Mastery. And that's we help them master, go deeper in their relationship with self and food and sustainability and learning how to make it a true lifestyle change. Because, excuse me, in six months, you did not learn how to make it a lifestyle change. Like I said, identity shift takes three to four years. True habit forming for it to become part of your lifestyle actually takes 16 to 18 months. Yeah, for it to become part of your lifestyle. So if you think that in a quick three or six month program, you've transformed everything, you have not. Is that how, so how long are your programs usually? Six months. And then usually uh, women will resign for six months or a year. Yeah, our Amazing. average is probably like 1.5 to two years. Uh, but I have clients okay. who with me for like five years, seven years. So it's incredible. Yeah. 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 If someone comes in and they're really like opposed to six, I'll allow them to do three. But I'll flat out say, you're not going to get the results in three months and you're not going to sustain it. I will always say that because I really believe in integrity. And I changed my program at the end of 2020 from three to six months because I saw everyone was just continuing on. And I, I could see that three months was just not long enough. 90 days just isn't long enough. Did you build your business in 90 days? Hell no. I didn't build this business in 90 days. It's taking me years to get to this point. And for your clients or people who've come to see you, what's been the biggest, most inspiring transformation that you've seen with someone? Oh, that's like too hard to answer because they're all, there's so many and they're so different. I mean, I just, I could actually would love to share this. I got a message from a client. She's been with me for like three years. Um, she want to give you some good news. I had all my blood work done. My doctor was so happy. My cholesterol numbers are down. Um, I am out of the pre-diabetic range now. So things like that are always really great to read because it goes beyond just the quote unquote weight loss. So seeing, seeing our clients get off of medication if they were on seeing them just I mean one of our clients just it's beautiful transformation she stopped drinking and she now has her kids working out with her she's lost 40 pounds in seven months and she's like a completely different person um also getting a, a promotion because she just had the the um what's what I'm looking for the confidence the confidence to, to go and then speak to her boss so just things like that um there's not one that sticks out honestly because there's so many and they're all so different. So whether it's getting someone off their depression and anxiety medicine, whether it's getting someone who literally tried 
every diet under the sun. I just shared one yesterday in my stories. She travels back and forth for work. She's like, I've tried everything. I'm not sure this is going to work. Nothing's going to work. Her photos look amazing. So it's like seeing that people who come to us who literally have tried everything under the sun and feel like I'm going to fail. I don't know that this is going to work for me. And I'm like, I'll give you a money back guarantee because I know it'll work. I know it'll work and it works. Because it's just different. What we do is different. That's amazing. You see the transformation on so many different levels. Like you yeah, just see so it physically, people. but mentally and physically, uh, mentally better mothers showing up better with their partner, like showing up better for their kids, moving up in their careers. Like I said, the dream homes, like just all these facets, whether it's financial facet, whether it's mental, like yeah. a lot of women overcoming like deep, deep seated issues in their relationship with self and food. I mean, those are always amazing to see because a lot of us grow up just being afraid to eat carbs or uh, dieting and just severely restricting and think that, oh, the only way to lose weight is if I just eat 800 calories a day and all this crazy stuff and showing that actually if you eat more, you can uh, lose weight. One of our clients is 58. She's had an amazing transformation. She was scared in the beginning to eat more. She was not, she was like, I don't get how this is going to help me transform my body. But if I showed your photos, you'd be like, holy crap, I can't believe she's 58. So, so what does your diet look like? Like during a normal day, regular day? Um, I pretty much eat the same thing every day. My motto is boring equals lean. So my breakfast will vary between uh, egg whites because I'm allergic to the yolk and usually some type of arugula or spinach or something and then oatmeal. Um, but this week I've been in the mood for bagels. So I've been doing Dave's Killer Bagel with salmon, smoked salmon and egg whites. Lunch is usually ground chicken or ground turkey with sweet potatoes and salad. Um, but sometimes it may be fish if we had a little leftover salmon or something. Um, or if like my fiance makes meatloaf, I love his meatloaf, I'll have turkey meatloaf, might have that for lunch. Um, and dinner could be any, it's either like mahi-mahi, because that's fresh, Kwanya, Maui, tuna, or maybe like turkey burgers, um, chickpea pasta, things like that. And then I eat, I love watermelon, I love green apples, I love berries, I eat that every day, and I eat chocolate every day. And then I eat things like here and there, I have gluten-free crackers, like, um, had some avocado, um, guacamole and tortilla chips yesterday. So I don't really restrict, but I'm conscious about what I put into my body. So I don't overdo it with anything. But like, if I feel like making gluten-free brownies, I'm going to make them and not think twice about it. We both, yeah. me and my fiance both have sweet tooth. So we are big bakers. Yeah, that sounds, yeah. It's, it's like it, what you keep stressing is freedom. Like that sounds what I, basically yeah. what I eat. <laughs> like yeah. very similar. Like, we went out, I had a photo shoot Friday and then we went out for, you know, happy hour and, you know, some drinks and, and food after I had fries, we had fries, a pizza and a burger. That's yeah, amazing. Pizza, that's where the goal for us to get our clients to just true food freedom and understanding that I don't eat like that every day. Right. In medical sales and pharmaceutical sales, I was basically working out of my car before I made the transition to lose weight. I was just stopping at Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts and getting the, the pumpkin bread and the lattes and the donuts and then bringing doctor's offices lunches and then eating the pasta chicken parmesan lunch with them. I wasn't being conscious until I looked in the mirror and looked at my closet and nothing fit and I felt so uncomfortable that I was like, I need to make a change. Then once I started to go on the weight loss journey, I packed my lunch with me. I pulled over to the parking lot and ate my lunch out of my car. And that's what we advise our clients to do. We work with a lot of real estate agents. We work with a lot of entrepreneurs. There's no excuse. You're showing houses, no excuse. Pull over, eat your lunch, go in. So as far as your diet goes, is what was it like? So before it was just a consistent, it sounds like it was very consistent, bad habits, donuts, that type of thing. Yeah, but it was, it was that yeah. and 
But when I got home from work because I wasn't eating enough full meals that I would come home and eat like half a block of cheese and like Triscuit crackers. And then I would later have dinner, right? And I would always make myself a fairly healthy dinner, but it didn't matter because I was like, it was out of balance with all the crap I was eating. And then I would have wine, a lot of wine. I drink a lot of wine back in the day. Go to have a glass with dinner. Let's have a glass with dinner. But guess what? All that wine adds up to like an extra almost a thousand calories a week when you do that often. That's a lot. It, it adds up. Yeah, a glass of red wine has 150 calories or sometimes more. And if you, let's just do the math. I'm not going to math my head. 150 times four nights a week. Okay, 600 extra calories a week. But then yeah. on the weekend, they would go out with girlfriends too. So then we would have more drinks. So it just it was a bad combination. Bad combination. And, and as far as, like I'm, I'm, and this just popped up in my head because I know a lot of entrepreneurs are drinking caffeine. So is it something you would recommend eliminating, or no, what would you say? Increase because too, just like too much of anything can be inflammatory. Too much caffeine also will dehydrate you and can be inflammatory. So I think that one cup a day is fine. There's really not a need for another cup. That extra cup really isn't doing anything for you. If you I just want to say. If you've been drinking coffee for your entire life and you think that that extra cup or that third cup is doing anything, it's not. It's placebo effect. You think it is, but it's not because your body is so used to the caffeine at this point. Now, if I were to drink just one cup or two, I'd be off the walls because I don't, I don't do caffeine. So I could really feel it. But if you've been drinking caffeine every morning for the last 20 years, it's placebo. It's a ritual. So it's a ritual which I like the ritual. So I have a decaf um, spicy mind opener. So it's like, um, lion's mane powder here, uh, Mike's hot honey, cinnamon, cayenne, and um, decaf coffee. And later. do you have that recipe in your in your program? <laughs> that sounds amazing. Oh, too. It's actually my Instagram too. It's called Spicy Decaf Mind Opener. I can send oh, it. I'm gonna. I'm writing that down right now. Yeah, I made it. Yeah, I, made <laughs> oh, it. I made so it real. I didn't do as well as my other reels. People probably thought it was a weird combo, but it's really good. Really good. Cinnamon, cayenne wakes you right up. I don't need the caffeine. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I love that. I actually, since I am pregnant, I've completely, almost completely eliminated caffeine and I've, I've, I've noticed a huge shift in my energy as well. Like just my, my mind is clear. I don't, I, I I would, before I drink uh, coffee or caffeine and get antsy, just, I've noticed a little, even just one cup. So it just really affects my energy. See, you feel better with that. And if you like, you like the, I like the taste. That's why I do decaf, but I also sometimes don't this and I just do green tea or I make, uh, you know, like a cacao drink. Um, so yeah, but I don't feel, I don't, I'm not addicted to it in any way, shape or form. Yeah. So for someone who's listening to this and they want to start making massive changes with their health Mm -hmm. or with their gut or their fitness, what would you say to them right in this moment? Send me a text and I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Sign up for the program. Uh, Yeah. I I would say to pick three things that you want to work on and start small. So for instance, if you haven't worked out in months, don't be like, okay, I'm going to commit to five days a week. That's too much. Start with three days. Start with body weight. Start with walking, right? If you're someone who is not eating enough vegetables, then start with picking one serving of veggies that you could add in to maybe lunch and dinner, right? Just small little things. Start with drinking a little bit more water. Start with maybe if you're someone who's on your phone or on your computer right before you go to bed, Paying attention to those things because that affects your cortisol as well. That will that will lead to weight gain. So just pick three things that you can start to work on and then baby step it out from there. Because that's what we awesome. do in our program. We have phases. You know, you're phase one, phase two. Because we don't want to overload. You can get really overloaded. There's a lot of there are a lot of things that go in. It's your sleep. It's your step count. 
right? Steps count into your weight loss as well. That is a strength training program or a body weight, right? Then it's the gut health, then it's the mindset, then it's the emotions, then it's the meal prep. So there are a lot of components and you can feel like, oh my God, I don't know where to start. So start with three small things, nutrition, water, movement. It, it's like building a muscle. It's it's that discipline, right? It's building that discipline muscle. Yeah, it's not about and motivation. And the identity muscle. Motivation. Yeah, motivation will wane. It's not about motivation at all. I'm not, I mean, yeah, sure, I'm motivated, but like I don't jump out of bed every day like, woo, let's go. Like I haven't kept 40 pounds of weight off because I'm a highly motivated person. I've kept 40 pounds of weight off because one, I never want to go back to who that person was when I was 40 pounds overweight. That is a strong reminder for me when I look in the mirror. If I'm feeling lazy or I'm feeling like, oh, I don't want to meal prep or I don't want to do my workout, hell no. I'm not going back to that version of me. Hell no. That's the motivator. <laughs> Big time. That's, yeah, yeah. That, that's being real and also remembering my why. And, you know, I show up, I'm an example to people. I'm inspiring people on a daily basis. I'm not going to be inspiring people if I, if I don't, if I don't practice what I preach. Yeah. If you're an entrepreneur, people are looking up to you. They're looking at you and you're looking at your business. You're mostly leading a team or at least another person and they're looking up to you. So how are you showing up? How you show up for yourself is going to be emanated into the business and how other people view you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really do feel like your body is your business card. And I don't mean in a way like you need to be ripped and have a six pack and have like a hot bang and body, but energetically it is your business card. Yeah. Yeah. You're 100% right about that. I remember us talking about that before yeah. as well. I hope that's helpful tips. And then, you know, if anyone, yeah. if they're really like, oh, I, I want to start and I like what you had to say, but I'm not ready for a full blown program. We have a five day workshop and it is recorded and it has a ton of really great, helpful information that will give someone like a good idea of like, okay, I could start with these small, these small things right here. Like we teach you how to kind of do the pantry clean out. We teach you how to meal prep. So just little things like that. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And and what's one key ta- takeaway from this whole conversation that you just want someone to really take away? Oof. Let me think for one second. I think it's what I just said. Yeah, that your body is your business card. And, and literally that that energy is everything in life. You know, how you show up for yourself, that energy gets put out into the world, whether that's for your business or for your health, right? So, and like you said, health is at the foundation of everything. So don't take your health for granted. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Especially when you, when you still have it. That's when it's yes. time to, it's not when you don't have it anymore when you start working on it. It's when you still have it. Don't wait till you get to the point where you're completely miserable and feel horrible. Like if you're starting to see yourself slide, the time is now to ask for help. Don't let your ego yeah. get in the way and say, oh, you can do it by yourself. You could Google it. You could this. No, because if you haven't done it by yourself now, you're not going to do it by yourself. Amazing. So these are two questions that I ask everyone. So what is your morning routine? My morning routine is obviously wake up, brush my teeth, wash my face, go right to meditation immediately. Um, so I... Usually I have a bunch of crystals or like all over my desk. I have this prayer wand. It's pyrite nice. and citrine. I used to sit with that. I have a bunch of crystals. I usually like Palo Santo. And then I sit with my red light mask on, crystals and meditate. And then I wake up, from, not wake up. I get up from the meditation, play with my puppy a little bit, make myself my green tea, get ready for the gym. And then I walk to the gym, which I consider as part of my morning routine. Cause it's just like sunlight on my face, waking me up and, um, that's an orange. And then, and then gym. So I don't start my day till like nine 30. Amazing. That sounds like an amazing way to start the day. Wonderful. And then three books that you would recommend. You are a badass by Jen Sincero. Super attractor by Gabby Bernstein and a pocket full, pocket full of happy money, a happy pocket full of money. 
oh my gosh, I'm butchering the title. I love that. Jacondi. Jacondi, yes. I can't remember his, yeah, I can't remember yeah. his last name, but that is, yeah, that's one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Yeah. Those yes. are fantastic. I can you the name. <laughs> something like that. A happy pocket full of money. I feel like it's something. Yeah, like happy pocket full of money. Yeah, it's that is just, yeah, one of my favorite books ever. So those are incredible recommendations. So Thank you so much, Angelica, today. Um, I really seriously appreciate everything that you just spoke about. I mean, we we went through like so much and really just, I'm going to go pay attention more to my gut health as well. I already have, I, I try to eat as clean as possible. And I love the way you teach it just about being free and it's not restrictive. It's just, it's more of a lifestyle and, and knowing it's, it's mind, body, soul and knowing yeah. everything is so connected. And if you are struggling in business, if you are getting fatigued in business, really take, take a step back and Stop looking for extra strategies that are only going to add more cortisol onto your plate, exactly. more stress onto your plate. How yeah. about just take a step back and look at maybe it's your gut health. Maybe there's something going on there and and everything is cyclical and, and so connected and, and everything yeah. is, is affecting everything else. So, yeah. um, and it, and it, and, and it sounds like you might have a free gift for us. So maybe that would help if someone is really taking a step back and like, is it my gut health? You know, how can Actually, I, I want to say something to the, what you just said too. You yeah. said, uh, take a look at everything. And at the end of the day in business, cause I do business coaching too. It's usually not the strategy. There are many strategies that work. Any strategy could really work. It's your energy. And that's where the mindset yeah. coaching comes in when you're doing business coaching too. So a lot of the business coaching is mindset too. Free gift. Yeah, we have a bunch. We have an emotional eating guide. If you want that, we have a gut health grocery list. Um, you can send me a message on Instagram and kind of tell me what you're looking for. So those are, our, I would say, our two most popular people really like that gut health grocery list um, or the emotional eating guide. Those are both free. And then if you want the the purchase support uh, five-day workshop, um, we have that as well. Amazing. And where can people find you? Instagram is best at the Angelica Ventris. I live on there. I'm always in my messages and my stories. So you can just send me a message and tell me, heard me on the Aligned Empire podcast and we will set you up with something. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. We so appreciate having you and I cannot wait to connect again. And you guys seriously go check this woman out because she's like really for real, for real, the real deal. So go really go check her out. Yeah, she's incredible. So thank you so much, Angelica, again. And with that, we come to the close of yet another epic journey of the Aligned Empire podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the frequency of your limitless potential. Each episode is a code to unlock your unique energetic frequencies of money, business, and your aligned empire. If you feel this episode would resonate with others, please share it forward, creating a ripple effect throughout the universe. Make sure to subscribe to continue this journey of transformation with us. Join us again next week as we continue to rise together, joining a movement that is changing the world. This is Drea Brown, your guide on this journey, signing off.